Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. I oh God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, I, I could have brought my acoustic guitar to the podcast. Oh, yeah, that's what... Everybody would enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> it's right behind that wall. Do you want me to go get it? Um, oh. Uh, the acoustics in here wouldn't, uh, yeah. wouldn't be... The, the, the acoustics are not your friend. I wrote a song all about you. It's the acoustics. It's not me. I'm dying to hear you play the guitar. Oh, okay. Well, good. But the acoustics. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. What's going on? Wow. It's Friday, and that's the face you're going to make? Nothing. You're, you're staring down the barrel of a weekend. <laughs> I'm like, what do I have in front of me? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Oh. Nothing. And you know what? I'm actually okay with that. I'm tired, so I'm good. I'm happy for it to be the weekend. I'm glad, kind of glad I got nothing to do. I just want to go see a movie. Yeah. There's nothing great out. I mean, John Wick is out. I haven't seen any of the others, so this one won't make any sense to me. So yeah, I kind of feel like you have to see them all. Oh, yeah. You need to. It's a very <laughs> intricate storyline. <laughs> I actually, know he's just. it's just a guy getting revenge on the people that killed his dog. That's the first one. Oh, they're not all just a continuation of... No, I mean, his enemies... He's got so many, so many enemies. Oh, okay. You know, when you're that, that level of assassin, you have a lot of enemies. So you're going to go see that? I hope to. I just remembered, you know what I'm doing tomorrow morning? And I've never done this. This could be the manliest thing I've ever done in my life. Okay, bar is set high. Uh... A friend of mine who lives on my street, Trevor, uh-huh. his son, uh-huh. who's, I don't know, 18, 19, bought himself a Trans Am. Oh, my God. Like an old school Trans Am. <laughs> okay. We're going to an auto wrecker tomorrow morning to find some parts for his son's Trans Am. An auto wrecker? That's right. I'm going to put on coveralls. <laughs> I'm going to turn wrenches. Going to walk through a junkyard? I'm going to walk, and there's probably going to be dogs chasing me. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's something I've always wanted to see, is see a car get crushed into a cube. Yeah. That seems like it'd be very satisfying to watch. Like this, maybe I'm not using the right word. Auto wrecker? I know It's like a pay, pick your part, or whatever you call it. You pay money, and you just buy It's just a lot full of junk cars, and you're hoping to find some pieces you need. Yeah, so he's got this sweet Trans Am sitting in the garage they picked it up i don't know maybe back in november so it's been sucking up valuable garage space at my friend trevor's house and it's almost ready to go on the road he's just missing a couple of pieces gonna look for some gaskets probably some gaskets probably some cams (laughs) oh yeah you need good cams oh yeah that's dual overhead cams probably gonna need those oh yeah 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 should we just turn this into a podcast where we talk about cars i actually took mechanics all through high school do you remember any of it no no I well, I can change a tire. Well, yeah, I, I know I can do that. Ricky, I can do that real fast. But like, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I took mechanics because in grade twelve, I remember vividly walking into mechanics class first day, grade twelve, and they're like, "Listen up, no tests." Oh, we had no tests. Wow, our whole thing, we had a whole semester to take an engine out of a car, take it apart, clean it, and put it back together. 
We had months to do this. Did it have to run? No. Really? No, they did not work. They were like, they were junker cars that had been donated to the school. And uh, so, no, it did not have to work. It was, wow. <laughs> so an hour a, a day, I would go in there and just pretend like I was working on this engine. I did nothing in that class. I know we did in, like, in when I was in grade 11 or 12, I can't remember what it was. It's like back then it was called industrial arts. Oh, yeah. And we did a small engine unit during industrial arts. And I just remember going in there every day and going and just smelling gasoline. Like that's not a good thing to admit in a podcast. But it is a hypnotic smell. I love in Like I don't, I'm not huffing gasoline now, but <laughs> no, that'd be crazy during that one unit. It was like, that was my favorite thing every day going to the industrial arts lab and just going, Oh my God, it smells like gas in here. It smells like that to me was a good smell then. I don't know if I'd want to smell that now. I decided not to pursue a career in mechanics, uh, mostly because I found the coveralls to not be comfortable or well, flattering. They're not flattering at all. No. Especially when you're kind of yoked and nobody can tell you're yoked because you're wearing like a giant oversized onesie. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, so we got, uh, oh my God, that's distracting. Oh my God. So are there a tour oh my, happening right now? What? We're like zoo animals. I, you know what? It's weird because people stop in front of the window and they just stare. <laughs> it's like. Yeah. If you noticed us trailing off there, it's because people were staring at us through glass. People uh, we don't know. Do I gesticulate wildly when I talk? <laughs> do I? <laughs> God, I've never felt more like a gorilla I, in a zoo. Than I can't right even now. remember what we were talking about. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Unannounced. Tour. Oh, just pressing their face against the window. What are these freaks doing? What are they doing? They don't look like, I thought they'd have mustaches. I thought they'd be way taller than that. Ooh, there's, hey, those guys, they have faces for radio. Man, they just got to witness us making art. Yeah, this is our art. Talking about mechanics and car uh, engines. Because we know so much about it. Coveralls or something. <laughs> anyway, what are you doing these days? What are you watching? What are you reading? Oh. What are you listening to? I, last week I started this documentary. It's, it's a 30 for 30. Oh yeah. I love those. It's on Lance Armstrong. Oh. And it's kind of interesting story about his, obviously his rise and his fall. Uh, and it seems fairly honest. Like he's pretty upfront about it. It's like, oh yeah, no, I did, uh, I did performance enhancing drugs. Oh yeah. And he's quite open about it. They're trying to spin it that everyone in cycling was doing it and oh, he was just part yeah. of the crowd. Okay. So that's the spin he's throwing on it. But he's not denying that he did it. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's interesting. It's it's interesting to see how many, how beloved he got and how, what an inspiration he was for so many people. And then to find out he had cheated his way there. Yeah. yeah. The fall from grace is pretty tough. Yeah. So that's a 30 for 30. If you haven't seen any of those, search them up. They're bloody fantastic. It's well done. Even yeah. if you're not, like I... Some of my favorite ones are barely related to sports at all. Like there's the one about the, what was the Baltimore NFL team? Colts. Oh. Was it the Baltimore Colts? Yeah. There's one about their marching band. Like they had a band that would play at halftime and they would play. And then when the team left town, what did this marching band do? Like it just, these people's lives were shattered and it was fascinating. Yeah. The one though, the, that I really, have you seen, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, somebody's yelling at their podcast player right now. BMX guy. He used to build these crazy ramps and he'd have to get towed behind a motorcycle to get the momentum up, to hit this ramp and pull a trick and then land it. Oh my God. It was crazy. I want to say Matt something. Hoffman? Yeah. Matt Hoffman. Okay. I think that's it. Wow. 
Yell at the, uh, you know, phone Bryce at home this weekend if we got the name wrong. <laughs> I'll give you his phone number at the end of the podcast. Yeah, so I watched this Lance Armstrong one. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. It, it is, it make, it's mixed emotions because you're like, do you want to like him? But he's a scumbag. I can't tell. And then uh, I told you, I'm all caught up now on the Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, yeah. There's one more, one final season starts, I think, in April. Um and I like that show because it's set in the 50s and 60s, and the slang they use, I'm picking up so many new things. Yeah. In a recent episode, they referred to a strip club as a jiggle joint, <laughs> and I just found that to be the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life, a jiggle joint. Uh, are you going to work that into your next phone conversation with your mom? Oh, yeah. So what are you up to this weekend? Oh, me and my friends just going to a bachelor party, going to a jiggle joint. Uh. <laughs> I've never seen an episode of that show. It's really good. It's really well done. Yeah? Yeah, really well done. I am now on uh, season two of uh, Your Honor. Have you ever watched any of that? Your Honor? Yeah. No, I haven't. Oh, Uh, you need to get on board. I don't know why I haven't, because Brian Cranston is so good. He is, and he is fantastic in this. I love it. And it's funny, because I was watching it the other night. We're on season two, episode four or five. And for some reason I thought I'm going to look this up on Rotten Tomatoes. It scores way lower than it actually should. Like 58%, 61%. Oh boy. I don't understand that because it's a phenomenal story. It's There's so many layers. You got the judicial system. You got a dad trying to cover up for his son's crime. You've got the mob. You've got drug dealers. Ooh. You've got all these interwoven storylines. It's not one of those shows where you can kind of just pay, pay half attention. You need to be all in because there's a lot going on. But Brian, Brian Cranston is fantastic. Would you say you bought the whole seat but only need the edge? Yeah. Half the seat, maybe. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. No, it's really good. Your Honor with uh, Walter White. He kind of plays the same character, you know, where he's he does bad things to look after his family. I keep seeing the poster for it when I open up my Crave. Yeah. And he's got a wild-looking beard going. Well, because some things have gone on in his life between season one and season two, and I won't say too much about it, Ooh. but uh, yeah, he's uh, he's a little beaten down now. Okay. Yeah. I will have to check that one out. And I don't know if, well, okay. I'm, I, my beautiful bride said to me the other day, she said, oh my God, I Googled it. It does end. I think like the this season is... That, this is it. Season oh, second two. and final. Yeah. Ooh. So I don't want to have to go, Ooh, I, I can't stand cliffhangers. I can't stand it. But Your Honor, it's pretty good, but I'm not recommending it because what if you hate it? <laughs> what if you hate it? You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. It's like radio, but on the internet. Wow. Hey, Bryce. Hmm. Don't you just love it? You're driving along. All of a sudden, that oil light starts flashing on your dashboard. Oh, it's my worst nightmare. Well, you know what you need to do? You need to get yourself over to Lube City. They make service so easy. You know what? You'll want to drive out of the oil change bay and just go around the building and go right back in. They make it that easy. You know what? I happened to stumble across one of their 27 convenient Alberta locations yesterday. And when I saw it, I kind of looked at it the way I assume when I see the Taj Mahal for the first time. Kind of breathless, kind of yeah. like, oh my God, I it's can't a, believe stop it in my tracks. Yes, where you're. Yeah, I'm going to have that same. I had that same reaction yesterday. It was like a few months ago when I walked into Royal Albert Hall. 
in London. Exact same thing. It was like, oh my God. Exact same thing. Yeah. So if you're trying to find a location of Lube City, they got 27 Alberta locations. Just go to lubecity.ca. You sure you don't want me to bring my guitar in? Uh, you seem really eager to bring it in, so I, I, I guess you can bring it oh in. Oh my God, thank you. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Uh, I brought my guitar to work today. Oh. Hang on. <clears throat> you got a nosebleed in a mattress store. You walked right through a plate glass door. On airplane flights, you start to scream. You have a PhD in causing a scene. You have a PhD in causing a scene, Bryce. Oh, that was just good stuff. Was it? It was good stuff. Yeah, now you're mocking me. I worked on that all night long. That nylon string guitar? That was a nylon string guitar. Wow, you can really tell. Has more soul, I think. That's the one I keep in my office. Oh, is yeah. that the one the Sheepdogs played? No, no, the Sheepdogs played one of my good ones. Oh. Yeah. Uh, this one. Hey, talking about making a scene, I got a story for you. Back in the early 2000s, my mom got a blank letter or something like that. She was fairly sheltered. A mom, a housewife. She started thinking it was anthrax. Anthrax. Uh. For whatever reason, I don't know. But we ended up having a hazmat team and a special response team. Whole roads were closed down. May I also mention, I was a teenager. We lived in a rumor mill small town. LOL. FML. (laughs) What was it? Nothing. It was a whole thing. Dangled mess. Oh, my God. The fact that the hazmat team came and shut down roads... Yeah. Really puts that one at the Hall of Fame level. Uh-huh. Nice use of the word fandangled, by the way. That's a fun, that's a life lesson I think a lot of people need. Uh-huh. Uh, they're like, oh my God, anthrax. Like, why would anyone be sending a random house in small town Alberta anthrax? To, to your mom. Yeah. Government officials, things like that. It makes a little more sense. Unless your mom pissed off the wrong people. Yeah, unless she's got some crazy fight club she's part of. Maybe. Probably not. Uh, someone else says, when I was younger, I used to get really bad nosebleeds. Oh, here's a nosebleed story. Was that inspired by my sweet jingle I made? Maybe. It huh. inspired me. When I was younger, I used to get really bad nosebleeds. One day we were at the mall and I got a nosebleed right at the entrance and somebody thought that someone had smacked the door into my face. There were parents. There were people from the mall. Security. Everybody bringing me tissues and a medikit to see if I'm Okay. All the people who were arguing how to stop the nosebleed. Sean. Wow. Oh. So that's a scene. And when you're a teenager with a nose, but you just want to be left alone. Like yeah. You just want to disappear. I used to get them pretty bad too. Yeah. And for a while, I thought the cool thing to do is have the Kleenex or tissue dangle out of your nostrils. Oh, so, so people are like, oh my God, was that guy brawling? Mm. Is that guy, is he a fighter? Uh, then you catch a glimpse of yourself in a mirror and you're like, oof. That's horrific. That is... Uh, that's, yeah. that's not what I thought it was. It's I saw a guy a on a bus one day in Calgary, and he had uh, both barrels <laughs> on his way to work in the morning. That was weird. Yeah, you think that girls are going to see you and be like, oh, my God, he's so tough. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, no, that's not how that goes. Oh, yes, this is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Wow. Bryce, hand me my acoustic guitar, please. Okay. Thank you. 
You got a nosebleed in a mattress store. You walked right through a plate glass door. On airplane flights, you start to scream. You have a PhD in causing a scene. Yes. Do you have a PhD in causing a scene? Do I, you? I don't. No? I don't. I have well, an you have undergrad at best. <laughs> you flunked out of causing a scene college? Yeah, I did. Uh, I, I, I tried. I made one scene once, mm-hmm. but I haven't made a lot of scenes since. Yeah. There's been some good stories coming in. The, um, I fainted on a, this isn't me, I'm reading somebody's text. I fainted on a flight. I was in the aisle trying to make it to the bathroom. I fell into a man's lap. He instinctively pushed me away, so I landed flat on my back and woke up to a lot of people around me. Also, if you faint during a flight, there are documents you have to fill out. Then when we landed, I had to see a doctor before they would let me on my next flight. Luckily, the Calgary airport has doctor's office in it, but I was about three hours late late getting to Edmonton. Wow, I had no idea. Fainting on a flight, fainting anywhere is rarely an elegant time. Yeah. I do like the one from earlier this morning, the person whose mom just got a blank piece of paper in the mail and assumed instantly that it was anthrax, and the whole neighborhood got shut down. That was spectacular. Why someone would send anthrax to a random person in a random small town in Alberta? Who knows? Unclear. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. What's the topic today of uh, embarrassing uh, scenes that are created? I'm pretty low-key myself, but my son did create one um, at, during my watch, I suppose. Um, and we, we, I think, took some collateral embarrassment damage from his actions. Back when he was a toddler, we, uh, my wife and I took him to Home Depot and uh, we were looking at something, I can't even remember what, but uh, he just kind of wandered off. He didn't even go that far, but we were in the plumbing section and uh, he had to go. And they had display toilets right in the middle of the aisle. And so he dropped trout. It's like that documentary Jackass, same thing. Yes, yes, exactly. In fact, when we saw that, we're like, oh my God. Now, everybody's asking the same question, uh, but because I'm the one talking to you, I'm the one that has to ask it. Onesie or twosie? Oh, yeah, it was a onesie, fortunately. (sighs) Yeah, but it still uh, involved a bit of a cleanup. Oh, yeah. Did they make you buy the toilet? (laughs) No, no, no. I think uh, they were just... uh, I, I think I think everybody just wanted to end as quickly as possible, and um, we wanted to get out of there as quickly as possible. There was enough people standing around, but I mean, you put yourself in their position, you see a toddler drop trowel around a display toilet, and you're thinking, hey, let's see how this plays out. This is going to be good. Yeah, okay, thank you. I appreciate that. It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Samantha said, I had a Caesar at Costco, and when I came to, they had the aisle roped off, and I was on a stretcher with crowds gathered on both ends of the dairy cooler. I opened my eyes. The paramedics asked me if I knew where I was. I said, Costco, and immediately passed out again. I must have fallen pretty hard because I was all bruised up, and the medical staff asked me probably 20 times if I was safe at home. I live alone. LOL. Samantha. Uh, You blacked out a second time, huh? How about you? What's your story? Ever caused a scene? You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. 
You got a nosebleed in a mattress store. You walked right through a plate glass door. On airplane flights, you start to scream. You have a PhD in causing a scene. A lot of people have fainted and totally caused a scene. Samantha says she fainted in that Costco she came to. It's like they had those, um, you know how they, they rope off aisles? In Home Depot, Costco, big box stores, when they're moving a forklift, they had both ends of the aisle all blocked off, and she's just laying there on a stretcher. Caused quite a scene. This one, this is from Ray. I caused a big scene in a Walmart once. Some kids tipped the porta potty over I was using on a work site near a junior high. <laughs> Let's just say I had to make the walk of shame inside a Walmart. Covered in stinky blue juice. Oh, that right. That's my worst nightmare. There's no amount of showering, bathing, burning my clothing that will ever make me feel comfortable again. So gross. Uh, This one from Mike. The company I work for had a wine tasting for a new wine supplier. They asked me to attend. They wanted an average Joe's tastes. The note sheet was under the 12 wine glasses. As I pulled the paper out from underneath the glasses, all 12 glasses tipped towards me and spilled all over me. Did I mention it was my first week at the job? Hey, Mike, you made yourself memorable. Everybody will remember the guy who spilled all of his wine on day one. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.